Good afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. I am Jones Harwell, and this is Journeys with Jones Harwell. Waiting for our guest of the hour to arrive. She should be here shortly. And while we're waiting, just wanted to do a quick plug, advertisement plug. Stay tuned for a major announcement that will be on all of my social media pages tomorrow at 12 noon. Got some exciting news to share, so I hope you guys tune in and listen to what I'm getting ready to present to you. Also, uh, this is the last day of Black History Month as it is celebrated in the United States. I celebrate some type of Black history every day, 365 days a year since I've been living. But just a recap of this month of some of the exciting programs that I was able to participate in as uh, a listener and a presenter, uh, our signature entrepreneur and masterminds group. We had our Black History program earlier this month and what an exciting platform it really was to singing all of the guests talking about who in their lives that they uh, looked up to, um, admired as a mentor or a um, advocate leadership within our Black communities, and as well as everybody on the panel, because everybody on the panel had something to present, something great to give us. That was wonderful. Got a chance to talk with Dr. Sandra Truesdale, uh, the historian, one of the historians of Washington, D.C., her knowledge about the city uh, going through growing up in segregated times, uh, being part of city council, the school board, uh, the founder and historian of Black music within the district. Maryland and Virginia, uh, DC legendary musicians. She is a tireless advocate in her community, working with musicians, working with the elderly, working with whoever needs her. She is there. Enjoyed that conversation with her. And in talking with her, we've jotted some notes. So I'm doing a little research and we may have another platform coming out for you guys monthly. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. Uh, tomorrow's guest, if you all can tune in, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you will not want to miss tomorrow's show. And I'm going to talk about that guest in just a moment. We also had an opportunity uh, last, late last month to talk with my brother. And if you've not caught his show, on IG Live, The Soul Strategist. It is some engaging conversations. I have truly enjoyed spending my Saturday evenings uh, learning about relationships, not only between men and women, but things that we have to do ourselves in order to better ourselves, to have the relationships that we are looking for 
um, that means the most in our lives. So today's guest, um, I'm really excited to interview her. She, I have known this young lady for quite some time, have watched her grow up, and just the career paths that she has taken since leaving high school, going on to college, uh, is just amazing. She continues to to find her way and find the the service that she uh, is so intent on providing to whatever platform she is looking to do. So waiting for her to come. I know she had a class uh, this afternoon, so maybe it's running a little bit late. And we should be uh, seeing her shortly. Hello to Gina. Thanks for tuning in this afternoon. Still waiting for my guest here, but if you have any questions, um, I'll be more than happy. We can talk about anything and everything until she gets here. So um, I um, had mentioned that, uh, of course, this is the end of Black History Month. And the most exciting thing that came to me as a writer, and I do love to write my platform is mainly uh, fiction, but anybody who has been to college or been in the workforce knows that you write business proposals or you write business letters, uh, responses to customers. As a student, there, of course, were term papers for whatever subject matter you were taking at the time. And I am a journalism undergraduate major. That was my major in undergrad school. So there were plenty of papers that we had to write for journalism. I did some editing and was a uh, editor and publisher of my newspaper when I was a student at the University of District of Columbia at one point in time. Uh, we had to do advertising markups. You learn a little bit about screenwriting, um, creative writing. If you're a creative writer, if you are a journalist, uh, background, you know, there are the five W's that you do within any research, and that's any research that you're doing for any platform, any subject matter. You do those five W's to make sure that you get all of the information in the why, who, when, where, and how. Here comes our guest of the hour. So let me go ahead and bring her in so we can get started. Hey, Miss Harwell. Hello, sweetie pie. I can call you sweetie pie along with your mom. So. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I'm going to still call you sweetie pie, but I'm going to try now to say, Miss <laughs> Tyreen, welcome yeah. to Dr. White, who came on board, and Byron Dietz. Thank you for joining us today. I'm going to introduce the young lady who is graciously joined us. She's going to share some nuggets with me. I'm going to share some nuggets with her. We're going to talk about podcasting, life coaching, and some other things. So, ladies and gentlemen, the young lady gracing our screen is Mrs. Tyreen Taylor. She is an entrepreneur, the CEO of Wise Walk Virtual Solutions. You're an author, and so is your daughter. 
We're going to talk about that. Podcaster and director of Victory Christian Academy, as well as a certified life coach. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Now, I have known you. I'm not going to say how long I've known you, but I have <laughs> watched you grow up, watch you go away to college, watch you come back and start your career. And every time I see you and another gentleman that I'm going to try to get on our show, Gene, <laughs> I learn how to pivot. And you have always been about service. So tell me about your new adventure or your new venture when I saw it that you, like me, started podcasting. Yes, yes. So it was actually a goal of mine back in 2018, but I never really took any action on it. You know, I kind of was playing the complacent role. And then last year during the pandemic, when I had so much extra time, I'm like, let me actually research and figure out how can I create a podcast? And then I actually started it last October. So still, you know, still super fresh. I'm still always looking for subscribers and listeners, um, but I really love it. Um, and then you kind of talked about the life coaching. So that's really what also made me do it because okay. I learned so much as I was becoming certified as a life coach that it's all about our mindset. So that's kind of what I put in the book and what I do you know, for my podcast. And I love the name of it because you talk about wise walk. It doesn't matter what your age is. We all have walked um, and lived different experiences, but it's how you take those experiences and you channel them into something positive to give back to the community. Yes. So when does your podcast normally uh, air? So I normally um, post a new episode every Sunday. So I don't do them live. I'm, I'm not fancy yet with it. So, <laughs> you know, I still mess up occasionally. So I just pre-record it and then I typically release them every Sunday evening. Okay. I had, uh, like you, um, had thought last year when, um, of course, COVID came and I was sitting at home and people had, you know, I finally took the plunge to say, okay, I'm going to help other people tell their stories. Mm -hmm. And so I, you know, helped two young ladies publish their books. And of course, I write fiction. Mm -hmm. So people say, where do you get that imagination from? I've always had it. But I was slowly doing every... Once in a while, I would go live, you know, just to talk. And then finally in January, I said, why am I sitting on the one thing that I know everybody has always told me they loved? Mm -hmm. My voice. My voice. So I just jumped in and said, okay, I'm just going to go live and I'll do the live interviews. It gets me back into that interviewing habit. It gets the creative juices flowing. And then I pull the audio off and then I upload it for those folks that cannot catch it live. So mm -hmm. they have a different avenue and different platforms to be able to still tell their story. And the one thing that I loved about this month that it finally just kind of clicked with me because I've been pulling different, um, I had been pulling different logos and, and hashtags as they finally clicked with me. And all of this month I had been seeing, you know, on my tags, my story, my history, my journey. Mm -hmm. So this is what Journeys with Jones Harwell is all about. Giving individuals, extraordinary people like you, 
a platform to be able to share their stories. Because sometimes you hit that right person that just needs that little pick me up that, hey, they did it. I can do it too. Or, hey, they made my day. Yes. Yes. That's exactly how I feel, Ms. Harwell. That's exactly how I am. I'm like, I'm literally doing it. You know, it doesn't matter if 20 people tune in or one. Like, if I can help or just kind of direct somebody in the right direction, then I'm satisfied. You know, and I really love when I get, you know, feedback back when people say, oh my gosh, you know, you made me see something differently. Or I started this new goal because, you know, one of your episodes. So I'm like, that's exactly what I do it for. You know, I just, like you said in the beginning, you know, it's all about service. Like, that's just me. I love helping people. I love serving people. And if I know I can do something to make their life better, I'm going to try. (laughs) Now, I have known you since a young girl to wear many hats. And at one point in time, um, uh, you were an athlete like your sister, because I know yeah. your younger sister is still in college. Is she close to graduating or is she still a year? She, no, she's a freshman. Yeah, okay. she's still a fr- yeah, wow. she's a freshman. Okay. Yes. She, that's right, because Jalon graduates this year and she was yeah. a year older. Mm-hmm. So, um, tell me the exciting story, because you're not the only entrepreneur in your house. Mm-hmm. There's a young lady who wrote her first book, talk about her book. Yeah, so the pandemic, once again, the pandemic kind of just woke up a lot of things in us, I guess. So um, as you know, I have a five-year-old and a one-year-old. So my five-year-old loves being a big sister. Like, it's, it's crazy how much she loves it. I love it, but so she came to me one day and she's like, I really want to write a book. And I'm like, okay, so I'm thinking she's just, well, at the time she was four. So I'm like, okay, I just kind of brush it off. And then a few days later, she came back and she's like, are we going to start the book yet? So I'm like, oh, wait, she's serious. So let me research and figure out how can I do this? So we figured it out. And then, you know, she told me everything to write. She picked out the pictures. So we just did it. It was honestly a really good experience. Like it was a really nice bonding time. Every day we dedicated, you know, a couple hours just to work on her book. And then when it actually came in the mail, like she was just so like amazed. And I'm like, yes, that's good. You know, like you're only four. So let's keep this up. Like let's keep wanting, you know, to put yourself out there and to do things that, you know. Right. And that is that that's actually it. And you know you 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 say entrepreneur, but you're more than just an entrepreneur. You know you wear a lot of hats, um, and that as a publisher and an author and an educator, because part of that is you also have your Victory Christian Academy. Talk about that. Um, so that one's under construction. So I'm going to save that for the next episode when I come back to join you. Um, Yes, but yes, I am, you know, education field has just always been my calling. Like I just, once again, it's that service piece. And I love being able to direct children because they're always so eager to learn. You know, once we get kind of older, we kind of just kind of let life take us, you know, we just go with it. But kids are just always asking why and what if and things like that. So you know, that's really my passion, like just being able to be around kids and just, you know, direct them into the right paths. Mm-hmm. But you found a way to segue that to helping adults, too, with the life coaching. Mm-hmm. And let's talk a little bit about the, the book that you did 
that's in conjunction with that and the journal that you have. Sure. So the gratitude workbook is a 22 day gratitude challenge. So I started this book because once again, when I went through the life coaching class to get certified, they had us do like different gratitude, you know, daily entries. And when I tell you, it literally changed my perspective. I was able to see things differently. I was literally like my heart was just so grateful. In the morning, I would wake up and just it was just like a power or spirit that just came over me that I've never felt before. So I'm like, wait, I have to share this. You know, I'm like, I can share it in the podcast, but it's better if we write it down. So that's what made me, you know, start the journal. So I'm like, I need something interactive. I can't just, you know, talk the whole book and then people just read. They need to write down their own, you know, gratitude entries. So that's what made me go ahead and do that, that gratitude journal. Oh, okay. That's great. And and the new rule I'm hearing is that uh, because they normally say that you break a habit or you create a habit within 22, 21 days, mm-hmm. but it's that 22nd day. If you yes. it that 22nd day, it yep. is the day that it becomes ingrained. So I yes. love to say that it's a 22 day journal. Yes. Yes. I literally, that's exactly why I picked 22 days because of that. I'm like, you know, us, life, like I said, life hits us hard sometimes. So we have to be consistent. But once you complete the 22 days, I'm telling you, like you can go back to your journal anytime you want, especially when you're having those bad days, those dark days. You go back through and you look at what you wrote. You know, it's not something that someone else wrote that you can't relate to. You wrote it. So that at that point, you know, when you wrote that, you were grateful. So, you know, it kind of makes your day better if you are going through something. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I I get it. I definitely get it. I definitely get it. So if you had to give advice to anyone, let's say uh, I'm going to pick on somebody that you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, my son, because you know my son, Mm -hmm. what advice would you give him as a, a senior getting ready to segue from high school now to life that he's responsible for himself? Mm, that's a good one, Miss Hardwell. So honestly, like I always say, is just follow your heart. Like I know it sounds kind of cliche, but just do what makes you happy. You know, like you have to figure it out and sometimes you have to figure it out by actually doing it. So, you know, don't get upset with yourself if maybe, you know, you have two or three different jobs until you figure out whatever your passion truly is. And like give yourself a break, you know, it's okay to make mistakes. That's how I learned life. Like I'm not perfect. I'm nowhere near where I want to be. And I'm still new, you know, I'm still new to the podcast. I'm still new to the gratitude book or even being an author. Like I'm still new to everything. And I always tell people, I don't even consider myself an entrepreneur yet. I'm an inspiring entrepreneur until I reach a certain peak then I'll say, okay, yes, I can wear that title and I can wear it proudly. So right now I'm just trying, you know, I'm just putting myself out there and I'm just doing what I know God wants me to do. So that's what I would tell him to try different things, follow your heart, do what God wants you to do and listen to God because he will direct us. And sometimes we don't listen and we kind of find out the hard way. You know, we kind of got to go around the block three times instead of once because we kind of ignore God when we know he was telling us go this route. And then sometimes it's even fear, you know, that holds us back. So those would be, a, you know, a few things I would tell them. Just go after it, follow your heart, 
do what God wants you to do and do it well. Like just give it your all, whatever you do, even if you don't know if that's what you want to do, just put 110% in and you'll get a return, you know? Yes. And I like that because it has no age limit. Mm -hmm. I sat on my gifts for a long time, but it Mm -hmm. was always, somebody mentioned to me once, God has a way of always bringing that opportunity back around to you. No Mm -hmm. matter how many times you ignore him, right? You don't listen. You don't look, you don't pay attention. He will always bring that opportunity or bring something, someone back in your path to put you back on that right, right, right way that you should go. And so, you know, uh, you know, people looked at me and they were like, you know, she wrote a book at 50, you know, and she published it at 57, you know, 50, almost 57 years old. But I sat on the book since high school. Wow. Sat on the character, kept changing her story a little bit, but she would not leave my brain. She See? would never leave my brain. That's how you know. There in the back of my brain. And so I wrote it. And then the first thing people said to me, well, is it a Christian book? And I was like, Mm -hmm. no, the first one is not a Christian book. Mm -hmm. As a writer, you have to realize, because I thought, okay, I'm just going to be in this pigeonhole. Mm -hmm. And then God said, why? I didn't create you to be in a pigeonhole. I created Mm -hmm. you as a writer. Okay. I gave you the skills to be able to interview people. I gave you the vision to see beyond Mm. That's this narrowness, okay? So I have my genre is is mystery and suspense. I love that, Mm -hmm. but I kind of wrote a Mm -hmm. (laughs) sci-fi. I'm getting ready to publish and you know be a part of an anthology. Oh wow! Yes, so you know I just had to say that journalist in me that still wanted to be able to be behind the scenes to tell the story to allow. Mm -hmm to tell their stories. Yeah. Everybody has something that can brighten. Yes. yes. And you know, it's funny, Ms. Howard, I say the same thing. I always say, you can't sleep on your gifts because you don't know who needs it. So as I think it's a quote or phrase where it says, um, be the person you needed when you were younger. So that's kind of what I'm trying to do. You know, I'm trying to be what I needed. You know, luckily I was very blessed because I've had a lot of role models and mentors, you know, even when I was younger, that kept me on the right path. But like you said, you never know if you don't do what God is telling you to do and what you feel in your heart. And you know, is what he wants you to do when you can't get it out your head. Like, you know, just like me with, with child care, it's like, you know, I tried to step away, but then it just keep popping back up, keep popping back up. I'm like, okay, God, you know, I hear you. I see you, you know, I feel you. So I know that's where I need to be back in, you know, that service industry. Yes. Yes. And I know when I first met you, you weren't doing that because we were actually neighbors. That's how you yes. know we met. And your parents always supported you and both of your sisters. Yes. I mean, just it was, you could see it. You could yes. see that family support, that love. You guys are always been really close. And so when you started doing this stuff, you know, um, after school, before you went to college mm-hmm. and you came back and you were doing some stuff, yeah. and, and all, you know, then you went back. <laughs> oh, I'm always in some stuff, Miss Howard. That's what my mom always say. She always say, you always in some stuff. I'm like, yes. I know I'm, I'm trying yeah. I'm trying to figure it out, mom. <laughs> but, but, but the great thing was 
is that every pivot that you made, my son could see that he still had that mentorship with you, with Jean, with Kia. You Mm -hmm. know, it was just amazing. The paths that you guys took at a young age that you knew exactly Mm -hmm. what you wanted and exactly where you knew you needed to be. Yes. Yes. Yes, Ms. Harwell. And that's one of my mentors that I was talking about. Like, well, like I said, when I come back on the next episode, I'll talk more. But he he was like that quote I said, you know, be that person you needed when you were younger. Like he is that person that I needed and still need, you know, till this day, because it's just awesome. Like some of the things they were working on and it's just all, you know, led by God and it's just great. Like, I'm just really, I'm just excited. Honestly, I'm just truly optimistic. I'm excited about the things that are coming. It's just great. Like I said, I I don't know, you know, I get so excited. I get lost for words because I just know everything is going to come together and we're going to be able to touch, you know, so many different people's lives, not just children, but just everything that, you know, that we're working on. So, I'm really excited and I'm so grateful for him. Like, honestly. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I mentioned to him, you know, that I wanted him to come on the show. He hasn't mm-hmm. gotten back to me. And the mm-hmm. nice thing is, is I can still walk around the corner. Yes. And, and knock on his door. Yes. That's not yes. It's like <laughs> to land in the same area. Yes. So what do you got going on that's in the future for you? So right now I'm really focusing on honestly just self-development. Like I'm just trying to be the best me that I can be. Um, I'm really focusing on bettering the podcast. I'm focusing on improving the book, you know, based on everybody's feedback and a lot of a few other different things. But I'm just really I'm kind of like I just have tunnel vision. Like I, I said a while ago, 2021 is my year to be fearless. So, you know, I never go live. So this is a part of getting out my box. I, like even though I'm a millennial, you would think, oh, she probably goes live. Never went on live. Um, never did a podcast, never wrote a book. So it's like, you know, I'm really getting out of my comfort zone. So I'm honestly just letting God lead me. Like if he tells me to do something, I'm going for it. Like I said, I'm giving it 110%. I'm just here for feedback. I'm just, I'm just here to learn, honestly. Like I just, I really want to be able to make a difference. You know, I know a lot of people say that like, oh, I want to change the world. Like I'm cool with that too, but I really want to be able to just touch, you know, if I could touch one person each week, whether it's listening to the podcast or the book or, you know, even with childcare, whatever the case may be, I just want to be able to help people. Honestly, I know, you know, it sounds cliche, but I mean it. I, that's just, that's what I feel God is leading me to. So I'm honestly just stepping out on faith and doing a lot of things that I never thought I would do. Well, I'm going to tell you what, I'm reading some of the comments and they are my brothers and sisters in our business group, Signature Entrepreneurs and Masterminds. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you a couple of things that they're saying to you. Gina says, we must stop sitting on our gifts. You mentioned that. Mm. Sharon Terry says, I love it. Awesome. Gina also says, fearless. And that's what I see in you. Thank and you. 
sometimes, you know, sometimes people have to be reminded that it's okay to step out. Mm. I think the other day I did uh, just a promo and it was somebody jumping over a cliff. They were jumping. Mm. cliffs, And I said, sometimes you just have to do it. Period. Mm. Jump. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. said, you're going to make mistakes, but you can't allow that mistake to stop the the forward progress. You still have to learn from that mistake and said, okay, maybe I didn't quite do that right. (laughs) Maybe I need to jump a little, you know, start my run a little bit (laughs) before I You know, that's, I think, the biggest thing that people stops them from success or stops them from doing what they really, you know, are passionate about yes. is fear. Yes. A hundred percent agree, Ms. Howell. I'm, I'm telling you a hundred percent because it's simple things that hold me back. Like it could be even going live. I'm like, Oh, what if I mess up? Or what if I don't talk clear? But it's like, at some point, you kind of have to flip the switch. That's what I always say. You either have to flip it on or off. Either you're going to flip it on and you're going to go for it. You're just going to go. Or you're going to have it off and you're just going to, you know, just do the level. That's what I would say. Like, you're just riding, you know, riding the train or riding the bus. And that's okay. You know, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. Or you can flip the switch on and take what comes with it. Like I said, I'm nowhere near. I got to put emphasis on the nowhere near you know, where I'm trying to get to, but I took that first step and that's just what I'm doing. I just keep taking step by step by step. Like, you know, some people may look on the outside looking in thinking, oh, she's probably already climbed 10 steps. No, I only climbed maybe one. You know, the stairwell is, who knows how many steps there are to the staircase, but I took one and then, you know, that's why I'm here now and then I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep taking two and three and go from there and just See what happens. <laughs> yes, indeed. Dr. Larry White said that fear, and he has an acronym for it, is false evidence appearing real. Mm. Mm. That's deep. That is very deep. <laughs> I like that. that I really deep. like that. that and you know, deep. it's funny, Miss Hartwell, too, because I really agree with that. Because many times when we think, you know, we want to do something or we want to go somewhere, whatever the case may be. And then we get these ideas in our head and half of the ideas, they don't even exist. Like our brain literally comes up with these crazy scenarios that they're not even going to happen in what you're trying to do. But because we are, that's just how we are as humans. Like we like to be comfortable, even our brain, you know, even our brain likes to be comfortable. So as soon as you start to get out of that comfort zone, you're going to come up with so many warning signs, so many excuses, and just you're going to clam up. So it's either, like I said, you're going to have the switch on and you're just going to keep going and keep going through the fear. And it's not easy because as I keep saying, I'm nowhere near where I want to be yet, but I'm just trying. You know, I'm just I just try to do something different every day. I try to stay focused. I try to stay optimistic. And it's not easy. You know, some days when I'm like, oh, what am I doing? Like, am I doing the right thing? Or maybe I should stop. Maybe I should do this. Or maybe, you know, you know, you question yourself, which is fine. You just got to keep going if that's what you really want. I tell you what, what happens to me when when that little bit of doubt creeps in. God always plants a person or a seed 
to tell me that I'm still on the right path that he wants me to be. Mm. And for me, it has been such a big difference in my keep moving forward. And mm. I always tell people I have I have a story. Um, my one of my biggest job interviews that took me from you know just working as a secretary into an actual career that I did IT for thirty years. And I was a federal employee still at the time. And I walked into a room and it was a panel interview. Mm. So my seat was at the door. It seemed like it was right at the door. And about, you know, 20 feet up, 25 feet up is, you know, a table about six or seven people sitting there. Right. Mm. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. First off, I'm thinking I'm not prepared, you know, Mm -hmm. not prepared. And I sit down and I have on my best, you know, best suit and, and everything. And I'm sitting and, you know, I don't have anywhere to put my arms. So, you know, I'm resting them in my lap, you know, and trying <laughs> to make sure I'm sitting ladylike, you know, so, you know, my legs are together because I've got on this skirt. And the gentleman, the first gentleman that spoke to me, he says, I see that you're going to school. And back then I was going part time because mm-hmm. I didn't finish my uh, undergraduate degree, I went back to school, where, I think when Jalan started second grade. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he said, what does communications have to do with IT? Now, I'm still focused on the table 25 feet away with seven people sitting at it, you know, and I'm like, the hell if I know. And I said it out loud. <laughs> I said it out loud. And I'm thinking, I just blew this interview. You know, that's what I was thinking to myself. I blew it. I blew it. Mm -hmm. But the guy liked my honesty. Mm -hmm. And I knew nothing about IT, but I would come in early. Mm -hmm. And I just kept dog paddling till I Mm -hmm. finally got it. And that's my that's always been my motto in life. Mm -hmm. I will dog paddle till I learn how to swim. Mm -hmm. And once I learn how to swim, you can't tell me nothing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then you just go on to the next. So it's good, you know, to to what you're doing. And I commend you. So you may think that you have taken one step. But young lady, let me tell you, you have caught the attention of a lot of people. You are doing a great service. I have listened to your podcast. It's well put together. It is is nice. You got it going on. You have stepped out there with doing the authorship and doing journals and and creating that generational wealth and legacy because the legacy is what we leave. Mm -hmm. Right? So Mm -hmm. you have started that within your own girls, you know, even though your baby is one, but your oldest daughter. So she sees that entrepreneurship in you already that she knows that she's going to go out and hustle and get things instead Mm -hmm. of, you know, I think our generation for a couple of generations, we got complacent because Mm -hmm. somebody said a lot of us stopped being entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. So, you know, where our grandparents, where my grandparents, and maybe your grandparents, you know, had a small shop on the side or they had, you know, uh, I know there were farmers and seamstress that were in my generation line. You know, my grandparents, my grandmother was a seamstress. She was one of the first black seamstress for Saks Fifth Avenue. Oh, wow. Um, and so it just, you know, but she sewed on the side, too. 
You know, mm-hmm. when she first moved to D.C. in 1937, she was a cook. So mm-hmm. uh, she worked on 14th Street, 14th and U. Mm-hmm. You know, so that history of D.C. is important to me because parts of my family have been here since 1937 in this wow. area. And so it becomes important that legacy that we turn over that information and we turn over these trades and we keep continuing to talk about these things to our children. Mm-hmm. And I love that about you. And I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to make a prediction here that it won't be before the end of the year. You'll step out again. Mm -hmm. You're going to step out live and you're going to step out doing workshops. Okay. I see it. Okay, Ms. Harwell. I see it. Whatever Mm -hmm. help that I can give and help you, you know, you guys know. Um, always a phone yes. call. Yeah, I see that in you, and it's such a positive thing. And I'm so proud of you guys, and so proud of you. Thank you. So, tell people where they can find your podcast because I'm sure you have it on more than just one platform. Yes, yes. So you can search Wise Walk Podcast on all of the major podcast um, platforms. So, like. Google, Android, Apple Play, um, Spotify, literally, I think is on almost every single platform. Um, and then, yeah, so just search Wise Walk Podcast, or you can follow me on Instagram at mygoddessgood underscore, and click the link in my bio, and you can click on a different podcast um, links for you. Wonderful, wonderful. So as you continue to add to your media platform, and to your wider range of entrepreneurships, things that you were doing. And once the uh, Academy comes live and you guys got that going, I'm going to be still in contact with you. So you can come back and talk about it again. Okay. Anything you would like to leave our audience with today? Um, I just want to say thank you. Thank you guys for watching and listening in. Um, please check out the podcast and purchase the gratitude book and let me know what you think. Like, I honestly, I love feedback because as I've stated multiple times, I'm new to this. I'm no expert yet. I will be, but I'm not an expert yet. And I'm always looking to learn new things and develop myself. So if you guys hear something or, you know, maybe you have a topic that I should talk about, um, whatever the case may be, I am open ears. Great, great. And I'm going to say one last piece of advice that I'm going mm-hmm. to give you from one of my mentors and business partners, Dr. Larry White Sr. He says, speak it into existence. I agree. Speak it into existence. All righty, ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to the brilliant, wonderful Tyreen Taylor. Check out her podcast, Wise Walk Podcast. She normally posts on Sundays, but you can reach out to any of your digital platforms that you listen to podcasts on and just Google her. You'll find her and give me your website on Instagram one more time. Uh, my username is my God is good underscore. That's my personal or you can search Wise Walk Podcast and I post daily quotes on there. Um, Not my own quotes, but, you know, I get like the popular quotes and I post every day. So if you need some daily motivation, you can follow that page as well. All righty. All righty. Kiss your babies for me. Say hello to your husband and your parents. (laughs) I am Jones Harwell. 
And you have been listening to Journeys with Hunk. Woo! Journeys with Jones Harwell. I should get my own title right, right? <laughs> These are the things that we learn when you go live. You yeah. just keep going, you know, mm-hmm. and be able to laugh at yourself and grow from yourself. Yes. So tomorrow, if everybody can catch my show, I have a treat. I have a treat. Uh, last summer, I met this young lady. She is an Air Force veteran, but she has a passion. She loves to sing. Mm-hmm. And she is amazing. She goes back and she pulls those big band hits, early hits. She is going to be singing live. Oh, wow. On my show. So tune in 6.30 Eastern time. We will have Sabrina Norton Morris on the show. And I'm telling you guys, you are in for her treat. Her husband is going to join us. He is also an Air Force veteran and plays a mean saxophone. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for joining me today, Journeys with Jones Harwell, where your story is your journey becomes our history. Thank you guys. Have a great evening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.